Welcome to the Sandy Springs United Methodist Church Podcast, where we bring you weekly sermons that uplift your soul, strengthen your spirit, and praise the Lord. Whatever your reason for listening, we're grateful for you spending your time with us. May God open your heart to love and your ears to hear. Please remain standing for the reading of our scripture. Our gospel this morning comes from Luke, the fifth chapter, and our second reading from Ephesians chapter three. Listen for the word of God. Our ears are open. From Luke five, Jesus would withdraw to deserted places for prayer. And from Paul's letter to the Ephesians, this is why I kneel before the Father, Every ethnic group in heaven or on earth is recognized by him. I ask that he will strengthen you and your inner selves from the riches of his glory through the Spirit. I ask that Christ will live in your hearts through faith. As a result of having strong roots in love, I ask that you'll have the power to grasp love's width and length, height and depth, together with all believers. I ask that you'll know the love of Christ that is beyond knowledge, so that you will be filled entirely with the fullness of God. Glory to God, who is able to do far beyond all that we could ask or imagine by his power at work within us. Glory to God in the church and in Christ Jesus for all generations, forever and always. Amen. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. John Wesley, the founder of the United Methodist Church, would open small group meetings asking the question, how is it with your soul? And when you think about it, it is a much deeper question than our modern day, how are you? So I want to invite you this morning to pause. Take a moment to consider, how is it with your soul? Perhaps it is a question that we like to avoid answering but it, because it forces us to really reflect on the health of our souls, which often leads to admitting that we may not have it together as much as we thought we did or as much as we would like others to believe we do. As a church, as a Christian, we talk a lot about what it means to live out our faith, what it means to usher in the kingdom of God, what it means to be an inclusive community, what it means to have the fruit of the Spirit, what it means to love our neighbor. And these things are key. They are vital parts of our faith. But sometimes we can get so caught up in our desires of what we should do for others that we rarely pause long enough to reflect on how we are doing ourselves. Jesus said that the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all of your heart and all of your soul and all of your mind and to love your neighbor as yourself. There is a lot of talk about what it means to love God, about how to love our neighbor, but I have to be honest, we aren't talking much about how to love ourselves, how to serve our souls. 
when we are tired and worn out, when our schedules are full and it feels like we are barely keeping our heads above water, when we feel a little more anxious or depressed than normal, when life is spiraling around us and we keep it all inside because we think no one else will understand, what do we do then? Well, the cultural equivalent to this Sunday school answer to this question is self-care. Self-care is any activity that we do deliberately in order to take care of our mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual health. It's all the buzz these days. Now, I want to preface this by saying my counseling background makes me a full supporter of self-care. We have to take care of ourselves with the little things, with the big things, and with all of the things in between. But our culture has kind of hijacked this idea and made it into something that just remains on the surface. Let's keep things surface level. Sometimes self-care is more than a girl's night or a Saturday on the golf course. It's more than a social media break or a weekend getaway or a spa trip. Hear me, I'm not kicking those things to the curb. I'm just proposing that we challenge ourselves to go deeper, to ask the tough questions, to answer honestly, how is it with your soul? And what do we do when our honest answer is not so good, confused, anxious, tired, depressed, empty. As United Methodists, we believe that God's grace is unearned, that we do absolutely nothing to deserve it. It works in our lives before we ever even acknowledge it. But we also believe that we are not to be idle waiting for just for God to just show up. Instead, we are to engage what is known as the means of grace. The means of grace are the ways that God works within God's people, strengthening, growing, and confirming faith. When we talk about them, they are divided into two main categories, works of piety or spiritual practices and works of mercy. Now, works of piety include things like reading, meditating, studying scriptures, prayer, fasting, healthy living, partaking in the sacraments, accountability. Works of mercy are things like doing good works, visiting the sick, feeding the hungry, seeking justice, ending systems of oppression. Now, these means of grace are the ways we serve our souls. It would take an entire sermon series to unpack them all, so today we're just going to barely skim the surface in light of our scripture passages. First, let's chat about prayer. Prayer is vital to our spiritual health, and it's something that we can do anytime, anywhere. And in Luke today, we have the example of Christ who goes off by himself to pray. He did that a lot, by the way. Something that I need to constantly remind myself when I'm feeling worn out. 
Sometimes we need a little time away to refresh and recharge. Sometimes our souls need rest. Hear me, it is okay to rest. Sometimes we need to give ourselves space to lay it all out before God. Now, it doesn't normally just happen. As Jesus modeled, we have to be intentional. We have to make the space for it to happen in our lives. Theologian Richard Foster wrote, For now, don't worry about proper praying. Just talk to God. Share your hurts, share your sorrows, share your joys, freely and openly. God listens in compassion and love. Prayer. In our second passage from Ephesians chapter 3, we have a prayer from the Apostle Paul, and it's poetic. His picture of God and the requests that he makes are breathtaking. Paul first recognizes that God sees all people. God sees you, and God is with you wherever you are. Then Paul prays for strength in the inner being from the inside out by the power of the Spirit. He prays for comprehension that is beyond all knowledge so that we are filled with the fullness of God. He says we need to have strong roots in love. I don't know about you, but just hearing Paul's prayer is a little refreshing to my soul. Do we have any gardeners here today? Anybody that grew up on a farm, maybe? They say that the new cat lady is the plant lady. So how many of you have plants all over your house? Yes, that's me too. I became interested in gardening a few years ago, the summer I moved to my first church in Woodstock. And after we settled into the parsonage, I noticed some old raised beds in the backyard. They had a few volunteer tomato plants that popped up that I would definitely not complain about. But it was mostly overgrown with weeds. Well, one Saturday, I got a bee in my bonnet, and I decided that I was going to clean out the beds and plant a few things. And I must say, I was not properly prepared No one told me how much work it would be. I was thinking I could just go out there, pull some weeds, dig a hole, plant a seed, easy peasy, no problem. I was so wrong. These weeds were in there. Their roots were so strong. And then when I began to pull them out, the more I began to notice how intricate the root systems were. These plants would wrap their roots around the roots of the plant next to them, which made it even more difficult to pull them out. They were literally strengthening one another so that whatever storms were brought their way, they were firmly planted. And I wonder if that's the image that Paul has when he says in verse 17, as a result of having strong roots in love, I ask that you'll have the power to grasp love's width and length and height and depth together with all believers. Because to be honest, life is hard. 
It is really hard. And sometimes we need to go by ourselves and pray. We need to take a little time to slow down, to reflect, to rest. We need to be intentional in our prayer life. But sometimes we need community where we feel safe, where we are able to be free and fully ourselves, where we support each other and hold each other up, where we are rooted in love, where we strengthen one another and can answer honestly the tough questions. Sometimes we need to have dinner with our friends. We need an open table where both our bellies and our souls are filled, where the mystery of grace shows up and we have the power to grasp love's width and length and height and depth together with all believers. Sometimes we need to forgive others. Sometimes we need to forgive ourselves. Whatever you need this morning, wherever you find yourself, you are welcome here. You are welcome at this table. So I invite you this morning to to pause, to take a moment to consider. How is it with your soul? In the name of the creator, redeemer, and sustainer. Amen. Let us go from here with this blessing. May the peace of God be in your heart. May the grace of God be in your words. May the love of God be in your hands. And may the joy of God be in your soul. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Sandy Springs United Methodist Church podcast. We hope that you have found our podcast helpful and hope to be in ministry not only to you, but with you. For more information about Sandy Springs United Methodist Church, please visit www.ssumc.org. Until next time, may God bless you.